Chapter 67 Black Power It is depressing to hear American Negroes talk about black power because it is such thinking that will ensure their enslavement. The curse of Africa through the centuries has been this power hunger. Where power is the goal of a people, the result is the development of a few tyrants and a vast mass of slaves who long to be tyrants. This has been the life of Africa over the centuries. Slaves were the money of Africa. Chiefs sold their tribal members to gain wealth and power, and people sold their family members for personal gain. Africa was easily conquered by Arabs first, and then Europeans, because the lust for power made African rulers vulnerable. The inventive abilities of Africans were directed toward luxury and pleasure, carvings and ornaments which are important as art and wealth, but not for social progress. A remarkable invention was the African sedan chair. Carriers could transport a potentate over the roughest terrain and assure him the smoothest possible ride. It was an invention which indicated very great engineering insight. Such insights, however, went to enhance power, not to further work in production. This is the key to Africa's problems, and it rests on moral and religious perspective, a worship of power. It has meant continuously a culture in which a few live well and powerfully, and many live as slaves. This lust for power, unhappily, infests more than American Negroes. It is part of our culture today. Every kind of group, Indians, labor groups, businessmen, and so on, organize as power blocks, trying to gain the upper hand and trying to gain any kind of advantage possible. The key to progress is not a power drive, but production. A power society is also a slave society, whereas a producing society creates prosperity and progress for all. Solomon observed, in all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lip tendeth only to penury. Proverbs 14.23 Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Proverbs 13.11 It takes productive work to ensure progress. The genius that went into the invention of the African sedan chair brought no good to Africa. It only meant that the African power lord could have, long ago, the best kind of modern cushioned and suspension engineering for a jungle trip over the roughest ground. A power slogan is a slave slogan. That is, it wants to turn someone into a slave so that power can be exercised. A production slogan, the very idea sounds strange in our day, means that I work to produce so that both I and society have more food and products available for all. In the 1950s, sociologists were telling us, and rightly so, that the Bible brought about a work ethic in people, and they looked down on the Bible for that reason. Today, we have black power, student power, gay power, women power, Indian power, and other such slogans in abundance. A variety of groups seeking power and really striving to create a slave society, whether they know it or not. 
Solomon, in speaking of things on earth that are exceedingly wise, said, The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. Proverbs 30.25 Of course, you remember Solomon's famous counsel of work, which began, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Proverbs 6, 6 6-11 This was once a very popular text. But when was the last time you heard any preacher use that text with any group, old or young? Very rarely, and probably not for years, I would guess. Doesn't that tell you something about our time and about the church?